Hello, everyone. This is Burgess Power Hour for November, and tonight is all about the election, how to create harmony. So uh, I felt like this would be a powerful um, call tonight based on what, what, no matter what the election results are here in the U.S. And if you're calling from outside the U.S., I know that some people are interested in this as well. But how to create harmony where there's seemingly a lot of uh, discourse and a lot of upset and a lot of um, things you know, people saying right and wrong and all of these different things that are going on right now in the, in the U.S. for sure, but also in the world, how there's so many different points of view and everybody thinks they're right. And how do you create harmony around all of that? So what I'd like to do is just remind all of you how these Power Hour things go. If you've never been on the call before, normally it's very experiential uh, where I have you doing some uh, some finding out and discovering things about yourself. Uh, tonight's going to be a little bit less of that, but you will be able to uh, write some things down. So if you are driving, obviously it's not good to write things down. If you're able to listen um, and write things, get something to write with, because I'm going to ask you a couple questions. I want you to dig deep and kind of come up with some uh, answers. I'm going to give you some tools uh, to use, how to create harmony, how to shift out of maybe a feeling place that you don't want to be in, uh, especially with the holidays coming up as well, um, and kind of a precursor to what my power hour will be next month, which is um, coming back by popular demand, uh, family, kill them or eat them, part two, um, and how not to be triggered in the holidays. So uh, it's going to be a fun <laughs> fun episode, I guess, for next month. But what I'm going to do is go ahead and um, I'm going to ask you to really uh, participate as much as you can. I will do a uh, – I'm going to basically mute everybody to start with to kind of give you some things we're going to go over. And then – um, we, I really want to hear from all of you about your perspectives, about your thoughts, about how to create harmony. Uh, and what I'm going to do is um, when I mute everybody, I want everyone to, if you want to say something, just hit star six. That's all you have to do is hit star six, and that will unmute you. And then when you want to uh, come uh, be muted back, you hit star six again. So those are the little uh, housekeeping rules there as far as that goes. So I'm going to go ahead and um, just welcome everybody that they're com- calling in from all around the country and perhaps even around the world. So let me go ahead and mute everybody for one sec. So everyone is muted, so you have to listen to my my squeaky voice. I'm a little under the weather today. Got back from Florida last night, um, going out to Utah uh, tomorrow to speak on the uh, World Parliament on Spirituality. And I find it very uh, um, interesting that through all of this, there are many, many nations that are going to be there, 196 nations and over 2,000 people and millions are going to be stream- will be live streaming. So watch out for that link if you want to live stream the three days. Uh, there will be people from all around the world there talking about a peace initiative, which I think, again, is pretty interesting based on, you know, holding the light for the world, holding peace for the world, holding harmony, and people coming together. How can we let go of our differences enough where we don't feel like we're letting down our own um, belief systems that are working for us, but also uh, opening up to other possibilities as well uh, and coming together as a human race. So I find it all very um, interesting timing uh, for that. So I would love to, I'll be speaking on Friday and it'll, it'll be a mountain time there. So, but it'll be at 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time, just so you know. Um, and then we'll, I'll be sending out a link to, for everybody uh, on our list uh, if they want to live stream it. And also, of course, I'll have it videotaped as well. And those of you who are listening on the recording tonight, I just welcome you as well. Um, obviously, when you are on the calls with me, you get to play live, um, but... Now, um, let me just go ahead and just set the tone here. I, I just want us all to look at this election and really everything in our lives about how can we look at everything that happens to us and anything that's going on in the world with a 
really broad perspective, to just step outside for just a minute. Step outside. What I mean by that is step outside of your own circle, your own cycle, your own orbit, and kind of rise above everything and look at it from an eagle's eye point of view. So if you look at it from that point of view, you kind of look, if you're observing what's happening on the planet right now, or if you're observing what's happening in your home, or observing what's happening here in the U.S. and other places, obviously, around the world, if you're an observer as opposed to a participant, it gives you a moment just to breathe and look and say, okay, what can I do about this? You know, what is it about all of this that's happening in the world and in the U.S. right now where I can really just spread my wings, look at things from a different perspective, and just really embrace everything that I can to make it work? What can I focus on that's working? So there's a lot of things working in the world. Uh, And so the media and other places, in my opinion, um, you know, a lot of times we really – start focusing on all the things that are not working. We focus on all the things that, you know, basically suck. And uh, there's not a lot of good news out there. And if there is, um, you know, sometimes it's good news to some and not to others, right? Or uh, if it's, um, there's not a lot of necessarily uh, celebration of what is working. So excuse me while I take a drink. And so what's working for me right now is my cold medicine, I hope. Okay. So the universe is a really, really huge place. And now those of you who have done Essence of Being, those of you who know me, you know that my belief systems are that, you know, we are, I call the universe uh, that energy, God, uh, great spirit, uh, higher self, whatever you want to call that other energy. I call it universe just to keep it... um, focused on one particular thing so I don't I don't say whatever you believe is right or wrong okay <coughs> I'm sorry I hope I can get through this call I have my husband on the line tonight Brad Brad um, so hopefully he can keep talking <laughs> if I start strangling here and falling over <coughs> so I apologize um, so the universe itself is really big so the the distance between, just to give you an idea, I just want to give you a perspective. The distance between the Earth and the Sun is 93 million miles. That's a lot. So there is a star in our galaxy called Bentlingers, and its diameter, that star, is 93 million miles in the circumference. So just to kind of give you a, a perspective of, wow, this universe is really, really huge. It's really big, and I can guarantee you that if you look at it from that point of view and look at the world and the earth and say, wow, I don't think the universe really is you know, too concerned about what the Republicans or the Democrats are doing. Okay, What is really a concern is how the whole galaxy is doing. So... It really isn't about necessarily what you, you know, who you voted for, who you didn't vote for, and or who you like and who you don't like. It's more about looking at everything that you can, holding a positive thought, holding a positive thought. If you hold a positive thought for 17 seconds, then that is something that it will come into fruition. In other words, if you hold thoughts for 17 seconds, just concentrated, focused thought of something that's working and something that's positive that you're really looking forward to and that you really want to put your mind to. It's a fabulous way of focusing your attention to what you want. Where your attention goes, your power goes, right? So having your focus for 17 seconds on something positive is much more powerful than a thousand negative thoughts. So if you believe that, or if you think that's even possible, my suggestion, even if you don't believe it, my suggestion is just try it, is just try to, okay, what can I look at around my life right now that's working? How can I create harmony in my family, in my business, my relationships, in my community, in the country, and in the world, the planet? So 
the other part I want to have you look at yourself here in a minute is, you know, reaction versus responsibility. I know there's been a lot of reaction. There's been reaction through this whole process, uh, through the media, through Facebook, through social media, through just water coolers, just people talking. Um, and there obviously has been um, some discourse that's been out there and some dissonance in the world where people are speaking out and they want change. So my my thought is you can either react or you can respond. And the difference between the two is those of you who have taken essence of being, you know what I mean by going below the line. You know what I mean by you can either show up and blame people, you can shame yourself, or you can justify things. And if you do any of those things, you're giving your power away. So the only the only way to look at anything, especially when it's this confrontive sometimes with people, is to take responsibility, is to look at your own thoughts, your own beliefs, and your own actions. To You can hold your integrity, hold to your integrity of who you are, hold your space no matter who's saying whatever they're saying around you. But if you take responsibility for your thoughts, your beliefs, and your actions, then you're not giving your power away. Now, what I mean by that, those of you who don't have never taken Essence of Being or any of my other programs, what I mean by that is it's not about uh, taking responsibility for other people. What this is, is your ability to respond determines the quality of your life. Instead of reacting by blaming other people, which remember, if you blame another person for your particular situation, then you set yourself up to vibrate being a victim. You're basically saying, I have no power. I'm powerless. There's nothing I can do. And that's a horrible feeling. And then we get justified. We justify why we're in the position we're in or why we do the things we do. And again, a lot of times justification is a point of view, righteousness is a point of view that no longer works for you. You justify things in your life that no longer works for you. And you become very righteous about it. And again, nothing really changes. You don't really take responsibility necessarily. You're more reacting. That is my belief the other thing is you can shame you can go into shame so not about just necessarily this election but in anything in your life anything below that line shaming blaming justifying your position it basically you don't have any power to make a change you've given your power away you've given your ability to create something new so what i mean by responsibility is your ability to respond and say to yourself, okay, this is where I'm at, either in my life or this is where we're at in the country, so what do we do now? How am I going to respond? Am I going to react or am I going to respond? Now, there are a lot of different ways you can respond. So response can mean having conversation, having communication where there's not a, where there's not a lot of blaming going on. Okay, And it's okay to feel your feelings, by the way. I am a proponent, obviously. Those of you who have taken my classes, you know I'm all about that, right? Uh, Emotions are our guides. It's okay to feel our feelings. You have every right to feel how you feel. And then once you feel your feelings, then there's another step to it. It's like, okay, now what do I do? I have felt my feelings. I'm upset. I'm angry. I'm happy. I'm confused. I'm whatever, whatever the feeling is, okay? Fearful. I know there's a lot of fear going on in the world, and that's not new. That's a newsflash. There's been fear going on in the world ever since, you know, I've been here for sure, and I'm sure many <laughs> eons before that. So... When you have those feelings come up, it's like, okay, how do I respond with those? What am I going to do about that? So if you react, it fuels the fire. It fuels the fire of fear or it fuels the fire of sadness or it fuels the fire of anger or confusion. So my suggestion would be, again, to have that eagle's eye point of view. And let me be specific about the election here in the U.S. 
because I have I have graduates all around the world. So if you're listening, you know uh, this is happening everywhere. It seems like with Brexit and a lot of other places about people wanting change, whatever that looks like to them. And so here's the thing about that: if you want to look at this election from a broader consciousness. Look at how people don't feel safe. In other words, when you fuel the fire, when you get upset about it, or you get, or you poke at people one way or another, whether you, it doesn't matter who you voted for or if you didn't vote, okay? What matters is the vibration that you're sending out and how it's affecting you and how it's affecting other people. So when you're vibrating safety, that is the counterintuitive. That's the, it counters the feeling of fear. So a lot of people are afraid. I mean, I don't know if any of you saw the 60 Minutes uh, thing with Trump. I mean, but he said, do not be afraid, do not be afraid. And some people uh, will say, well, you know, that's the first president who ever had to say that. You know, don't be afraid. But the truth for me is there are a lot of people in fear all the time. And so what has happened and what is happening is it has been amplified. And so remember what we say about fear, false evidence appearing real. Fear can mean forget everything and run. Some people say I'm going to Canada, you know. But forget everything and run, that can be fear. False evidence appearing real is what the Course in Miracles talk about fear. So a lot of us have had evidence in our lives that we're not safe. A lot of us have had evidence in our lives that we cannot get our way. A lot of us have had evidence in our life that there's something wrong with this world. A lot of us have had evidence in our life that things just don't work well. So if we fuel that fire and we fuel that evidence and we say, yep, it's real, it's really real, Whatever's happening right now, it's, it's really real, and we should be afraid, whatever that looks like. And that's not just about the election. Again, this is about, in general, looking at things from a perspective of fear. You can use the fear to motivate you to take action, but don't get stuck there. Because what happens when you're in a fearful place, some people freeze. So remember, you, you run, it's flight, freeze. Or, now I forgot the other one because my brain is on, on um, NyQuil. Um, fight, fight, there you go, Birch. <laughs> I can't even say that word. Fight, flight, or freeze. Okay, so when people get afraid, it's a natural instinct to either fight or to flee or to freeze. That, that is a human, animalistic type of instinct that we have. So just ask yourself, when I'm afraid... What do I do? Do I fight? Do I freeze? Do I run? So my suggestion would be to, first of all, identify that with yourself when you're afraid, okay? So just kind of notice, what do I do? So the opposite of that, of being afraid, is feeling safe. Is feeling safe. And many of us in our lives are triggered by feeling unsafe. And there are people in the world that know how to trigger that for us. And maybe they do it consciously, maybe they don't. But the point is, if we allow people to trigger us in a way that affects us and lowers our vibration, because fear is a definite lower vibration than joy or peace or calm or safety so what I'd like for all of us to do uh, is I want to I want you to get out a piece of paper and I want to have you write some things down to see how you feel about certain things and I want you to um, if you're driving or just listening and you don't write just think about it okay um, and remember I'm going to give you a couple of tools that you can work through. So anytime you're feeling disharmony in any environment, you can use these tools. 
So the first thing I want you to write down is, and I want you to do a stream of consciousness writing, which is where you don't uh, think about it, you don't uh, edit it, you just write down the first things that come up so that comes into your subconscious beliefs, okay? So what is the worst thing that can happen from this election? So go ahead and write that down. What's the worst thing that can happen? Just write down whatever comes up, one or two things. Finish up on the one you're on and just notice how you feel. So just notice how you're feeling when you're writing all of that and notice if you could think of anything or not. And then the next thing I want you to write down is, what is the best thing that can happen from this election? What is the best thing that can happen? And just notice how you feel when you write. Notice how you feel. Notice how, if you could think of something or not. Okay, finish up on the one you're on. Yeah, just kind of notice, could I really write really a lot about what I don't want? Did I write a lot about what I do want? Did I write about what's the worst thing, what's the best thing? How did I feel during each time I was writing or thinking about this? So just notice that. Now, what I want to do is give you a tool that you can use when you feel uh, that it's not, you know, that you feel bad. You feel bad about... Um, what's the worst thing that can happen, okay? So I'm going to go ahead and uh, those anybody who wants to play along, all you have to do is hit star six, and I can hear what your comments were, and I'm going to show you how to shift it. So what's the worst thing that can happen? So who wants to just hit star six and tell me what you wrote or what you think?
Hey, Birch. Hey. It's Katie from Connecticut. Hey, Katie from Connecticut. How are you? I'm uh, I'm I'm getting better. <laughs> Sounds like you have a cold. Yeah, I do. Um, the worst thing. Um, do you want me to write yeah. you everything uh-huh. you wrote? Okay. Yep. Um, that people with pre-existing conditions will have no no health insurance options that are affordable. Um, taxes will go up. People will be consistently fighting. Um, and there's just disharmony in the world. Okay. So how does that make you feel when you say those things? Um, when I was writing it, it was kind of fearful. I was thinking mostly about the insurance piece. Okay. Um, as he keeps talking about destroying the Obamacare, and yeah, but okay. he has no plan. Right. So at least he hasn't okay. shared what his plan may be. Right. Um, so the feeling that you feel when you were writing that, especially around insurances, is fear. So I'm going to ask you a couple of questions, and I want you to just do it very quick, okay? So what is my now feeling? My now feeling? Uh-huh. Um, kind of calm. So you're not feeling fear anymore? No, because I went to what's the best thing that could happen. And oh, I okay. Oh, that's interesting. That. All right. So what is right. that then? Tell me what that is. The, the best thing is that um, the world is kind of bringing people out of the woodwork and kind of making us, I don't know how to say this, um, it's kind of making us all jump into a big pot together. People from all corners of, you know, whether you're black, white, you know, four foot tall or six foot wide, like, you know, I think this election has really drawn out people who maybe haven't voted in the past or um, didn't feel like they wanted to contribute in that way i i don't know um making people come together in a way we haven't before i think the lower middle classes are going or have already had a voice where they haven't before um change is happening already um and maybe they'll come up with a better insurance plan i i i don't know um but so that makes you feel better and you shifted right out of that then out of the fear I did. If I'm going to make up a story, I don't know what's going to happen. I have no control <laughs> over it, really. I might as well tell myself a good story. Like, yeah, okay. It's, so, it's a, it's a okay. story so, anyway. So, right. what, so what you are, so what happened right there uh, was that you took the fear and you shifted it just by focusing on, okay, so what do I want to have happen? What do I want to see working? How can I focus on what's, what would be awesome? And so, right. so remember what I said about if you hold a positive thought for 17 seconds, it comes into fruition a lot faster and easier than even a thousand negative thoughts all at once. Because a powerful yeah. thought that you have is how you see the world through your lens, through your filter. So, yeah. yes, I know that metaphysically speaking, that's the way it is. And I know a lot of people say, yeah, but, you know, physically it doesn't, you know, what happens when it doesn't come out that way or whatever. So what you did is you shifted yourself very quickly. So that's powerful to do that, to say, okay, I was, I was in fear. Now, all right, there you go. There's my fear. And I know that's false evidence because that's what I've, you know, lived through before. Right. Oh, that's what and, my, yeah, that's my yeah. evidence. I'm going to now focus to something right. different. So that's a yeah, fabulous I, way, yeah. honey, to just shift out of that for just even if it's for 17 seconds. I mean, what would you rather yeah. feel, fear or or not? Right. It, yeah, it's right. I I can't it's it's too there's just too many unknowns to sit in that what if what if what if I I don't have the energy to do that. Good. It well, feels much better don't. to yeah, yeah, I I can't do that. So then, then don't. Um, if I'm gonna make up a story anyway, I might as well make up a good one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like that. You know, at least you feel specifically you feel better for the moment. Okay, so again, you're looking at things through a different lens. So that's great. Uh, let yeah. me get some. Thank you, honey. Thank you for sharing that. Okay. So let me uh, go ahead, and you can hit star six or stay on if you want. Just. Um, uh, there's okay. no background noise. So if anybody else wants to play along, I want to give you another tool to show you right. how to shift out of it, okay? Thanks, Birch. You're welcome, honey.
Anybody else want to play? Hit star six. Hi, Burge. Hi. This is Jim from Fort Lauderdale. Hi, Jim. How are you? Good to I'm be here. getting better. Well, I see you. I see you better too. at every level of your being. Thank you, sweetheart. I was just in your neck of the woods last yesterday, so um, okay. Oh, yes, I, I, I think I saw, I, I saw that. That was yeah. great. Bring your energy up so close. <laughs> so I, I um, was uh, I, the worst thing that can happen. I wrote for myself, uh, national and international recession and chaos uh, because I worry about the markets being really great initially, but then coming to a tipping point and then you know, maybe what happened in 2007, 2008 happening again, except in a more generalized way. I have a mixture of matter-of-factness about it, and I also feel um, bad about it when I think of the worst that can happen. Okay, so what is the now feeling when you think about that? What's the now feeling about it? Nervousness, anxiety. Okay, nervousness. Okay, could I allow it? What's that? Could you allow it, the nervousness? Can I allow the nervousness? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Could Could you let it go? Yeah, yes, I can. Would you let it go? Yes. When? I'm hesitant. I mean, when? I, I'm willing when to do you want to let it go? When it goes. Okay, so what is your now feeling now? I, I feel uh, nervous. I still feel okay, nervous. Okay, so could you allow it? Yes, it, it feels almost as if I would cry if I did. All right, could you let it go? Yeah, I can okay, let it go. Okay, would you, would you let it go? I would let it go, yes. When? Um... Tomorrow. Okay, good. Sorry so, to say. Okay, that's good. So tomorrow, so what is you're now feeling right now, hon? How do you feel right now? I, I feel more peaceful. You, you feel more peaceful, you said? Yes. Okay. I don't know. When I said tomorrow, that's, that gave me some peace. Yes. So, I don't know why. That's, well, that's perfect. So what I just did was, it's the Sedona Method. It's called the Sedona Method. Many of you know this. But all it is is you ask yourself those questions. What is my now feeling? And then you say, okay, so you identify what you're feeling. And this works really good with fear or any feeling, really, that you just don't want to feel. Then you say, could I allow it? And you say yes or no. Then the next question is, could I let it go? And you say yes or no. And then you say, would I let it go? And then you say yes or no. And then you say when. So what we did with you, Jimmy, is you went from not really wanting to let it go. You said I would let it go when not. Nah, you know, I don't know. I don't know if I want to do that. So hmm. what you do is you're basically. Um, we went back to the beginning, and what you do is you keep going back over to the beginning, and you do that as many times as it takes for you to shift your feeling place into a place that you want. So just by saying when tomorrow gave you a sense of peace. So hmm. having that sense of peace feels better, obviously, than that nervousness. Yes. So this is a really, really quick little down-and-dirty kind of uh, activity that everybody can do whenever you're feeling, when you watch the news or when, you know, some, somebody says something, you don't want to, or you just any kind of trigger that you have, whether it's about the election or not, whether it's about any kind of feeling place that you don't want to feel. So you could just, it's a real quick a lot of us like to hang on to stuff because we really get up, you know, if we're really, really angry about something, you know, we, we want to hold on to it because if it just we, want, we have a payoff. We want somebody to, you know, suffer or we want, if we're really upset with somebody, um, a lot of times it takes a little bit longer than twice to go through it, but sometimes not. So that was a perfect example 
of how to shift your feeling place, Jimmy. I really appreciate you playing along. Thank you, Burge. Thank you so much. God You're bless. welcome, honey. Bless you. So good, good job, good job. So that is a really powerful tool called the Sedona Method, and you guys can look it up online. Um, and uh, we use that in our mastery classes. Uh, Marcus comes on and helps us with that. But it's a really powerful. Again, what is my now feeling? So if you find yourself feeling crappy, just go there and use this tool. Could I allow it? Well, yeah, I could allow it. Of course I could allow it. Could I let it go? Maybe. Would I let it go? Maybe. When? Never. You know, you just you ask yourself until you become neutral. Or, even better, you feel the opposite. So it's a really quick way. Okay, to just get yourself out of that rut that people can get it. You can get into this hole, and it just feels yucky. So my suggestion would be to do the Sedona method about any, especially um, around this election, and anything that uh, is disharmonious with you is just allowing yourself to look, go above and look at things from a new perspective, to just observe instead of react for just a moment. That way you can take responsibility and you can respond. Another quick little cool tool that you can use, whenever you see um, Hillary or Obama or Trump or Bernie or anybody in the public eye and politics, and really you can use this for anybody that you might either have an upset about or not, okay? When you have an upset with somebody, it really helps if you can view them as children. If you can tap into that feeling place, even your own mom and dad, your grandparents or whomever, tap into them as children. See them as they were a little child. Like for real. Not call them little stupid children, but I mean really kind of just imagine them sitting in front of you as a little boy or a little girl. And connecting with them on that level of, you know what, when I was little, when I was three and four years old, maybe you remember it, maybe you don't, but my bet is that the feeling place of being innocent is what it's all about. So when you hold, for instance, when you hold a little baby, that little baby, that feeling that you have is that little, that little bundle of energy there, that little soul is innocent and very alive and very welcoming and very open. See, we learn how to close up. We learn that. It's a learned thing. We're not born that way. We're not born closed. We're born open organisms. So see these people as little children. And every child, when I teach all around the world, and I teach children too, so when I teach these kids that are six and seven years old, and you can go way before that, three and four, two, babies, whatever you want to go to, Whatever, wherever you can go in your imagination to tap into that innocence. Wherever I go, I see adults just like they are when they're little kids. And I see the kids as themselves being innocent. All anybody really, really, really wants is they want to be loved. They want to play. They want to feel safe. And they're innocent. They don't know. So how I approach people that I really have upsets with is I look at them as innocent little children and I see them in that light for just a minute and I send them white light. Whether you believe in any of this or not, that's okay. I send them some kind of love or white light or I send them peace. I send them something that I can give them that perhaps will shift their vibration. It certainly shifts my vibration. It shifts my vibration when I feel innocent and I feel wanted and I feel loved and I feel connected. That's how I can bring about harmony in my own being 
and share that with others and their being. Now, do I do that all the time? No. I react just like everybody else. The, the mastery behind all of that is to know the difference and to very, very quickly not allow yourself to be triggered. And if you are triggered, you know how to get through it very quickly. You don't have to hold on to it. It's okay to feel whatever you're feeling. So does anybody else want to step in and let me do the Sedona method with them? Anybody feeling? Yes, this yeah. is Wally Wieners of the Boca Raton. Hi, Wally. Hi. Hi. <laughs> well, uh, when you talked about the worst thing that could possibly happen, what I see is more divisiveness, disunity, um, hatred in a different kind of way, but also the main thing that hit me was degradation of the Constitution of the United States of America. And that's what probably hits me the most because, you know, we have a freedom to do certain things, but when things happen that we don't like, it doesn't mean we need to go to the streets, cry, bitch, and moan. I mean, it's not going to do any good. But rather trying to find a way to create more harmony and unity. And that's why I got on this call. I want to hear what you had to say about this because it's been really disturbing me that how people can downright trample over the Constitution of our country, which blood was shed for people who died and sacrifices were made. So, for me, that's the, I, I see that as being the worst possible thing that, and a continuation of that. Okay. You know? Okay. So, how does that make you feel? Actually, sometimes a little bit disgusted and angry. Okay. So, could you allow it? Yes. And could yes. you let it go? Oh, absolutely. Would you let it go? Um, yes. When? I'm probably after this call. I'm, I'm talking to you now because it's like it's a it's a fresh wound, and I you know listen, it's a fresh wound, and I don't necessarily agree with what people are doing in the streets and everything. I think it's downright dishonoring our country. Yeah. Okay. Well, my point. Um, that's a great point to to bring out, Wally. Is that you know what we can do to create harmony is to focus on what is working and to embrace what where we're at right now with all of that and to embrace that and something you can do as a person that may be disgusted or angry or upset about either people in the streets or the results or not the results, whatever it is that's riling you up or riling people up, is that you can participate. You can right. you can notice, okay, what is the best thing that can happen? So when you focus on all the things that that really are happening that could be a positive thing, right. then it does flip you a little bit into shifting into that momentum. Now, you can do something. You can feel a certain way. You can yeah. go to certain um, uh, websites and different uh, groups that are championing certain things where you can go from a local, uh, you know, from a local community. You can work with a local community. You can work out, you know, and grow from there. Make it a grassroots feeling where you feel like you're adding value, that you're helping other people with all of their rights. So, you know, again, the best thing that can happen, I think, from that point of view of what you're talking about, Wally, is certainly saying, hey, I'm going to stand up, I'm going to stand out, and I am going to do so in a way that's going to create harmony and really hold my shape about how I feel and share all the good things that I can with people and make a difference in the world. I I believe, and here's the thing that I think the best thing that could possibly happen is a country is unified and that things work out. Because I believe in manifestation. People are manifesting these negative thoughts about our president-elect. That's, this, is what they're good. this is what they focus on. I've been doing a lot about this. this what, I, what, what is my mind focused on? Or I can flip the script and say, you know what, this could be the best thing that ever happened, shake things up in, in Washington. And the best thing that happened, American can become great again. Things can become better rather than thinking that I may lose something, thinking what can I possibly gain? as a result, is to manifest those types of things out of this uh, election. Right. So it helps you feel 
that you can fo- again what you focus on expands and that's one of the heart one of that's the heartbeat of one of the basic foundations of essence of being and everything that we do is what you focus on expands where your attention goes your power goes right. your reticular activator I'll remind people again what that is in your brain there is a function called a reticular activator and what that does is whatever you're focusing on it expands on that my classic example of that is when you try to buy a car and you do a lot of um, going online and looking at it and you go to different dealers and you're trying to decide what car you want to buy and you're doing all this right. investigation. You get really you get really clear on, okay, I want that car. And then all of a sudden you see that car everywhere. Yes. You never saw it before or it never really crossed your mind before necessarily, but all of a sudden you see them, you see them everywhere. So that is a reticular activator at work. And so it's not just a, a woo-woo kind of metaphysical exactly. what you focus on expands. So my, I think that's great to really set your intention of focusing on what can, we, what can we do that brings us together. The best thing that can happen from all of this is to bring us together unified. I think that's a brilliant and fabulous thing to focus on. Absolutely. Yeah, good job. Okay, good. Thank you, Thank Molly. You uh-huh. Thank you. Yes, welcome. Okay, I have time for one more. Yeah, Birch. Yeah. This is Carlos. Hey, Carlos. For, from for, for Lauderdale. Of course. Yeah, I know. I know. I know, I you. know who you are. I know that voice. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. Well, um, I'm getting better. Yeah, I'm good. Good. Um, so for me, the worst thing that could happen, um, and this is, of course, you know, extreme, <laughs> the absolute worst that could happen, Yep. Is that um, that Trump would end up becoming like another Hitler, um, and that his supporters again, this is the absolute worst that could ever happen. Uh, his, that there would be some of his supporters that would start killing and and even lynching Latinos, blacks, gay people because of the the history of the U.S. Um, um, and this would be based on just you know all overreaching of, of power. Um, um, and, and how did that make fear, you feel? Um, well, there's fear there. There's uh, disappointment. Uh, there's, uh, you know, a fear of, of, of division. Okay. So you're, na- so, so you're now feeling is fear, right? Yes. Okay. Could you allow it? I can allow it. I've allowed it. Okay. Could you let it go? I can let it go. Move on. Would you let it go? Yes. When? Now. Good. Now how do you feel? Better. I, okay. It's an ongoing process. Yes, it is. So that's excellent. I mean, you went right to now, okay? So as soon as you say when, when are you going to let it go, and you say now, that's when you let it go. And if it creeps back in, because you can get triggered again, you can use that tool again. But I feel like the bottom line for most of us in not just the U.S., but the whole world, is that feeling unsafe, is that feeling of something's going to happen or just um, some people in the world have have lived with fear all their lives and so it's that underlying fear that I'm not safe or something's going to happen I don't know what's going to you know the unknown so there is that underlying fear for no matter who you voted for okay or no matter what country you live in. So my my first suggestion, again, about the fear is I think and I feel that if we just vibrate as much as we can safety to go back to that little time when we were a little, little child, when we were a baby, and if we don't remember, just imagine what it might feel like just to take a minute every morning and wake up and you look in the mirror and you say, I love you and you're safe. And all is well. To look in the mirror every day, I love you, you're safe, all is well. And I've, I've told a lot of my students to put uh, a picture of themselves up on the mirror uh, as a little boy or a little girl and look at them to kind of to actually feel the essence of your innocence. 
And once you are feeling innocent, you vibrate that and you feel safe. And when you're vibrating safety, it's like a moth to the flame. It burns so bright that other people want that. Other people, are they flock to that. They seek that out. They want to feel that too. And so just by you vibrating that out, you are shifting and making a difference and changing the world. That's what got, you know, that's what all of these great leaders of peace are about is creating a space of safety so that all is well to come to that peaceful place in their mind and in their heart and in their soul to be able to share that with people i mean this is again not just about this election but i this has definitely amplified the underlying fears that most human beings seem to have at times whenever i've worked with them and millions of other people that I haven't worked with, is it that underlying fear. So, again, if you have trouble accessing that innocence within you, that's where it starts, is start looking into the mirror every morning. I love you, you're innocent, and all is well. I love you, you're innocent, and all is well. And if you keep vibrating that, then you can make a difference and allowing more and more of what you are vibrating. That's how the law of attraction works. And I'll remind everybody of another tool, the law of appreciation. So let's say that you um, uh, voted for Trump. And what I would ask you to do is look at Hillary or Democrats or however you want to look at that the other the other side, and find something that you appreciate about that other person. Just find one thing. And the same thing with if you voted for Hillary or anybody else other than Trump. Then focus one thing. Focus just one thing you can appreciate about Trump. Just focus on one thing. And this works in a relationship. This works with anything in your world the law of appreciation it works this way when you send and vibrate appreciation to somebody two things will happen one one of two things will happen either they will rise to that level of appreciation because they have to match that vibration or it goes through that person and it hits somewhere else and more appreciation comes back to you Either way, you get what you want. By appreciating your way through life and having gratitude for who you are and what you're doing and who you're becoming and how you show up, you send that out and that attracts back to you. So if you can find one thing, remember what Gandhi did. When Gandhi, when the Muslims and the Hindus were fighting each other and they were fighting because each other's side was killing each other's children and one of the wisest things he said was for one of the fathers they had to take a muslim it was a hindu father and he hated the muslims because they killed his son and gandhi said in order for you to shift through this and go to the other side of all of this so you don't have hate in your heart, adopt another son, but it has to be Muslim, and you have to raise him as a Muslim. So I thought that was a pretty powerful story on how you could create harmony. I can't imagine anything worse than my child being killed. So let's put everything into perspective about how can we create harmony. And it's not about saying, um, you know, it's not the, I go into a whole thing about forgiveness, which I didn't want to do tonight, but in all of our programs we really go into the forgiveness part of this. And forgiveness is not about saying that whatever someone does to you is okay. What it's about is allowing yourself to be free of the pain because you're the one that's hurting, not necessarily the person. 
that did something. So many of us want to, we have a payoff for not forgiving somebody. And that's a whole nother uh, whole nother hour, <laughs> or it's a whole workshop actually. <laughs> but I just wanted to throw that out there too. That I thought that was a very wise um, uh, solution. But look at whatever side or whatever sides you want to look at. Focus one thing that you can appreciate about that person. Just find one thing. And whenever that person's name comes up or whenever you're with that person or however it shows up for you, focus on the appreciation and it will absolutely make a difference in your space and it's never wasted. Either that person rises to that vibration or it goes through that person and it hits somewhere else. It's sort of like a, it pings them somewhere. Appreciation is energy. And it's never-ending. And it pings somewhere. And when you give it, there's always a receiver somewhere, somehow. So I hope that this helped soothe, perhaps, some angst that's been happening on all sides uh, throughout this whole thing. And for us to be able to work together and play together and be harmonious, let's play as children Let's play as innocent beings. Let's check our our uh, emotions and say, okay, I'm feeling these things and it's okay, but I'm not going to go below the line and blame and shame and justify. I'm going to take responsibility and not react. So I invite all of you for my next Power Hour, by the way, uh, which is going to be December 21st. And right before Christmas, it will be right during the Hanukkah holidays, I believe, not sure. And uh, it's going to be again, uh, again, by popular demand, Kill Them or Eat Family, Kill Them or Eat Them, Part 2. How to be, how to not be triggered at the holidays. So a lot of us can get triggered, okay? So I'm going to give you a little bit more, which was this kind of touched on, how to not get triggered or how to be trigger-free from things that disturb you <laughs> or things that can uh, affect you in a way. So I want to help you with that and also invite all of you to come and do my uh, Friday. I am speaking at the conference at the World Parliament on Spirituality. I would love for you to uh, live stream and see it in action live. Also, come take Essence of Being if you haven't done it yet. We're doing it in January uh, in Fort Lauderdale, January 13th through the 15th. And February, we're doing it in Atlanta, February 19th, excuse me, 17th through the 19th. And then in March, we're going to be in India. So come play with us in New Delhi, India. We'll be there uh, March, I don't have my, here it is. We'll be in India March 24th through the 26th. Okay, And then we're going to be doing the same weekend after that, Essence of Being, the next weekend in India, we'll be doing the Teens Power because we work with teens and children. So join us in India in March, Atlanta in February, and Fort Lauderdale, Miami area in January. Uh, Those are the next Essence of Beings for you to play with us in. And I look forward to doing that with all of you. And I'm going to unmute everybody so we can say uh, peace.
Thank you, everyone. Thank you, birds. Get better fast. Thank you, hon. Love you. Love you, too. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Great call. Great, great call. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye.